0: Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Welcome back. It is a bright, sunny, well it's not bright, it's a sunny, hazy, very, very cold, um, I think it was a negative 17 Fahrenheit this morning after a little blizzard yesterday where the wind shells got down to negative 50 Fahrenheit. Um, but, you know, it's funny living up here. I'm just, jumping down, I'm just jumping right in. But it's funny living up here because um, I lived, like, in South Texas for the majority of my life. So if there was ever anything having to do with a tiny bit of ice or snow, like, the whole town closed down because they had, like, no infrastructure for it. And here, you know, I was like, oh, the the wind was whipping into, like, like the little Tasmanian. It was whipping the snow and, like, little Tasmanian devil dogs. And the wind was so cold, and I had all this gear on, and I was like, oh, I need to go put gas in my car. And I was already heading out with the dog at the park, and we had quickly done, you know, some little tiny, like, you can't spend more than five minutes, ten minutes out, like, when it's like that. But we got out of the car, we did, you know, a couple little things, barely five minutes, the dog wanted to get back in the car. And as I got home, I'm like, oh, I need gas in my car, I wonder if the gas station pumps are even... I don't even know right? I'm like, I wonder if the pumps are working. And so I'm... And other people are out and about. I feel very safe and protected in my town. And so I went to the gas station. And, I mean, there was people out with their kids coming out of the convenience store. And, I mean, obviously they're bundled up, but... I was like, it's just business as usual around here. the The mailman was out yesterday. was a Saturday. The mailman was out delivering mail, and he it's some of it around this town is like the old fashioned way of delivering mail. Some of it is drive up and put some mail in your mailbox. But other other houses closer in town, the mailboxes are all like up by the doors or whatever. He just has walks walks from door to door and like puts the mail in. So I'm like, oh god, to be the mailman, I'm sorry. So anyway, that's my world right now. It's very bright sun today, so the little weird blizzard storm is gone. There is still some wind. The wind chill is still very cold, and I got a blast of super cold air yesterday to my nose. And my nose is still like, ah, frost, what do they call it? Like frost nip or whatever. It's not frost bite, it was like frost nip. My nose just feels so cold. So anyway. I think we come on and do our Sunday, so our Sunday show with uh, the book that we're working on the Rose of San Juan Capistrano so if you're new here um i'm a gemini son so i can just like to talk a lot but i try to keep these shows about 30 minutes it's just a chance for us to get to know each other and for those friends that have been around for quite some time they like to check in and see what i'm up to and i like to like bask in all y'all's loving energy um whether you're face to face with me or not you're part of the tlc soul collective and so i feel the energy of the collective as I wrap us all in love light and light love and invite in the guides who overlight the show Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, all of my companion guides, Archangel Chamuel coming in because we always lately get a lot of messages for Fireman's and Twin Flames. If you're new here, there's much we have to offer you at TLC for the Soul. We have the podcast on all major podcast providers. You can find us. No uh, Links to everything we talk about are always in the show notes. Um, I have three YouTube channels. I'm TLC for the Soul, which is where we do like more of the advanced um, spiritually, spirituality-based topics. But we try to make them fun so we can play with our inner child. Um... And then I have my Loveland Tarot channel where we focus more on romance type readings and your inner, you know, <laughs> your inner power and twin flame stuff. And then I have my Tammy Lynn Chambers channel where I sometimes put—it's um, my author channel. So I put stuff related to all my books out there. I'm an author. I write channeled, what I call channeled fiction, nonfiction books. I have I don't know now 15 or 16 published books out there. All my ebooks are free to read and on these Bringers of the Light Sundays, this is where we work on a book together. So I channel in the chapter via automatic writing. I don't know what's going to come out in these books, but the intention is is multidimensional. It could be a fun story that you just like to follow along with and and create it. we want to create a fandom around all of our Bringers of the Light friends. Um, or you can take that deeper, t- take that work deeper and bring in your guides and tap into the energy of the stories and we pull out the metaphors and the meanings that come up in the chapters that pertain to the week ahead energies. And then each book can also be used as a healing um, workbook and you can intuitively choose one and there's magic and um magical intentions built into every one of my books um fiction or non-fiction if you understand the inner mysteries behind the prose sometimes you can dive deeper and play a little bit more in there and i try to point those out when i feel like you guys have that you know want to have that deeper knowledge that's my son you hear in the background if you hear anybody in the background And then um, my Patreon is brand new this year. I've had a Patreon before and I just was kind of like, I don't feel like doing Patreon right now. Like years back, the channel's been around for six years now or since the fall of 2018. We've been here somewhere on the interwebs doing stuff, um, trying things on for size. And so I'm back to Patreon. Um, I've set up a small group there called the Inner Sanctum. It's a maximum of 20 friends, soul brothers or soul, and or soul sisters. It's not just a group for women. Um, oh, the sun is bright. <laughs> and um, it's a small group on purpose. I don't want a lot of people because I want to be able to focus on you and help you with your journey. Um, we've got twice monthly live sessions. I'm getting ready to post um, tomorrow, the schedule for our first live and to gather input. There's one other person in there with me right now. And I said, I don't care if there's one person or 20 people or five or 15. We kind of, it's business as usual. We just keep going. So if you get in while the group is small, you've kind of got me, <laughs> you've got me pretty much all to yourself. Um, I'm not gonna be doing like personal readings live, like in the live sessions, but if you send me, I'll be asking for your questions in advance and we will dive into the topics and the questions you have about your journey as best we can in a live group setting. But it's also a place for us all to kind of get to know each other I'm, I'm telling you, the only people that are going to be guided there are very high vibe people. Most are advanced practitioners. And so you're going to be in good company with some master manifestors, some worldly wizards, some dragon keepers, um, you know, some Lemurian shaman, whatever words you want to put around yourself. Um, but it's a place where we're going to be talking about um, high vibe manifesting in all areas of your life. Um, Mindful. We're going to go into some different topics. So anyway, so that offering is available as well. Um, And then I do almost daily shorts on Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube on both channels, TLC for the Soul and Loveland Hero as I am guided. This is a long intro, but I like to do all the housekeeping up front before we get into the channeled story and um, the week ahead energies and you can choose to listen to these like i said if you're just like a fan of the bringers of the light and all of our bringers of the light friends most of them are twin. most of the ones that come in to the stories are twin flames so we um you may be familiar with abigail and dakar you may be coming from the book series i don't know where everybody's coming from you may be coming from the books to the shows you may be coming from instagram or tiktok to the podcast or to the youtube so wherever you're coming from You're just, you've just been guided here for, you know, just because that's how it works. So choose to engage either that way or, you know, take it, like I said, take it deeper, take it deeper and um, pop in. And I will, I'm going to read here in just a second, the chapter from the Rose of San Juan Capistrano. That's from my Spirit Guides of Lock series and Last week, I uploaded the first, I think it was five chapters of the audiobook. So if you, you can do these as standalone chapters, but if you want to catch up on the story, I always say it's kind of fun because we're writing the book together because you guys, our energy is built into the collective energy that's listening as I'm writing and creating the book and the book series. And I know some of you say like, oh, you know, I'm doing different stuff, I'm working, I'm I'm painting, I'm crafting, I'm doing, I'm doing my magical work and I have you they're telling me, I have you in the background on the TV or whatever. I'm like, oh, we're creating together. I'm a part of that painting too or that my energy is a part of whatever magical work you are doing. So like, what is it? The power or whenever two come together. What is that saying? I don't know. Oh, I think this may be my Amazon order working its way around <laughs> its different stops. I want to get it before it before he, I just put it at the door and it's going to freeze because it's all like freezeable stuff so I'm trying to watch out for the Amazon guy yes they're delivering today too so yes it is the Amazon van it's a white you know it's those white vans and is he coming this way no it said he was 10 stops away so he's going to go around in a square around my neighborhood all right so I have to get all my toothpaste and vitamins and stuff so they don't freeze on the doorstep All right, friends, so here's what we're going to do. Let me get my thing here. So just a quick synopsis. We have um, Rosalie and Calvin from Tessa Locke. They are newbie bringers of the light. Bringers of the light are you. Bringers of the light are me. Oh, hold on one second. Bringers of the light are all of us that are here. I have my heated vest on. It's getting kind of hot. I might have to turn it off. I was so cold earlier, but now I'm standing in the sun. Um, so there are bringers of the light out of Tesla Lock, whose sister city is Rockaway Point. They're etheric cities that are out there somewhere in the 5D, or I created them, or they're just out there anyway. I don't know how it all works sometimes. You know, we create our own dimensions and our own realities. We are created, mystical, magical, mystical creators. And um, they this is the second in the rose series so the first book was the rose of Santa domingo it was a little it was a beautiful poofy strawberry scented rose or scented rose that brought calvin and rosalie together and now they've been called on a mission to whistling gulch mountain retreat by bringers of the light headquarters and they've been up there they've been getting up there on a limo that came to pick them up from their their little cute bungalow in the forest of what was it the, the elves, oh my god, and they're going to... <laughs> oh my mind, and they're going to the forest of the forbidden bears up in Whistling Gulch. And there's a sprite who's like really dastardly and working for the dark agenda, and he has infiltrated Whistling Gulch. Um, we're calling him Mr. S. <laughs> Mr. S is trying to work on some dastardly goings on and so in this chapter we come we had the whiskey toast last week um, with calvin and rosalie kind of toasting their future and now they reach their destination in the limo and we gave you a hint um, of what this chapter was about last week the title was was an old geezer stops by and um listen to this if you want to with your master senses and I'll just read the whole thing first, and then we'll pull out the metaphors for the week ahead. But I can definitely say it's all about uh, foresight, and you're getting a gift of a glimpse of... Oh, he's here. Hold on. Hold on, it pauses for a second. Okay, cool. So I had to, like... <laughs> Hi! The dog gets very agitated when somebody comes to the door. All right, are you calm now? Oh, okay, let's go back upstairs. Okay, there was something I was gonna say and I forgot, I'm climbing the stairs. Let's get all this behind the scenes. All right, I'm gonna have to take this vest off. Whew, it is really, oh, sorry, taking the vest off. Okay, now I'm gonna read the chapter. <laughs> get to hear all this ASMR. Hold on one second. Alright. There are a lot of assumption symptoms going on right now. I can feel it in my throat. It feels kind of croaky. I've been freezing today, not because of the weather. Well, the weather is cold, but it's pretty nice in the house. Okay, let me get a drink of water. Or we can being given the gift of foresight, and I'll explain more after I read this. <clears throat> I just saw 144 that confirms my suspicions. All right, whew, let me get into my audiobook voice. Chapter six: An old geezer stops by. The limo came to a stop at the entrance to Whistling Gulch Mountain Retreat, and a helpful staff member opened the door and gestured. For the pair to step out onto what looked like a red carpet. This feels so opulent, Rosalie said, admiring the posh wood beams and lodge architecture of the place. The limo driver removed their bags from the boot, but not before Greer and Molly McBottoms could remove the bag that held the rose of San Juan Capistrano. It was up to Catamancy to create a diversion so the two could hop out and drag the bag containing the rose and place it on the cart. I don't know why they're doing all that heavy lifting. Why don't they just let the guy do it? But <laughs> it's just, that's their job, I guess. <clears throat> mm. Catamancy, who is a cat wizard, who's where familiar, who had been sleeping under the seat in the back of the limo, darted swiftly out of the car, forgetting or really not aware of the very strict no-pets-allowed policy of the retreat. The bellhop Darius and the front desk clerk Mercy both screamed at the same time, "'Hey!' Darius yelled after Catamansi, "'Come back here, you dratted cat!' while Mercy, using a more muted tone, ushered Rosalie and Calvin to the check-in desk while saying in a soft but stern voice, "'Is that your cat?' Rosalie and Calvin had been so busy disembarking and admiring the hotel architecture that they hadn't even seen Catamansi jump out. "'We didn't bring our cat,' Calvin said, perplexed. "'We were told there were no pets allowed,' he said, his mind shifting to remote viewing how little Carnelian was doing at the boarding area Posh Pets. That's his dog he had to leave behind because of the no-pets rule." Well, he seemed okay and appeared to be playing with poodles who was chasing the little pup around the outdoor play area. Oh, I love poodles. She's like the standard poodle of the owner of Posh Pets, which is like the... Oh, it's in Rockaway Point. Um, they had to take her all the way to Rockaway Point. It's in Rockaway Point, Posh Pets. Calvin, that's posh like several times in this... uh, Posh Spice, several times in this channeled chapter. So I don't plan these out. They just come out via like stream of consciousness. <laughs> Calvin relaxed but rosely tensed as she saw Catamancy balancing on a beam of the roof high up there. She gently but firmly grasped Calvin's arm and he slowly looked to where her gaze was fixed. Oh my, Calvin said, trying not to laugh. I believe he's gotten himself stuck there, but honestly, he said to Mercy, we didn't intentionally bring him along. He's a very clever stowaway. Yes, it's true that a cat wizard was very adept at concealing themselves, and Catamancy had on many occasions taken it upon himself to tag along on their outim, outings. Outims, outings. <laughs> he was Bruce so familiar, after all. At that, a door marked management only. Oh, great. The man burst open. <laughs> a very old-looking gentleman looked up at the rafters and began shaking his fist at the cat. Get! that dastardly thing out of here at once, he snarled to the couple. Rosalie tried to communicate with Catamancy, but he was having none of it. He spat out some foul-sounding cat language at the old man, gave Rosalie a, not now, I'm on to something, glare, and jumped from rafter to rafter until he could climb down and out the nearest window. And now to find the source of the horrible smell. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It was like an inside joke. It's not a joke. Hold on. As all cat wizards do, he knew without a shadow of a doubt that something was very wrong at this... There's Posh again. At this Posh establishment, he was going to find out what. And then he was going to get Molly, Greer, and the Rose of SJC to help out yet again. Okay, so... It's a fun chapter, right? They're they're getting ready to figure out what's going on here at this little mountain retreat, and if we want to dive in further to this chapter about the upcoming week ahead energies, I did say it had to do with foresight. So I see a couple things happening here, but because the title of the chapter is an old geezer stops by, um, there's something. Okay, we're being given the gift of foresight in that the guides are giving you a like a seven day outlook, I guess so to speak, outlook. Something coming within seven days. That's kind of like one of those things that just like disrupts your vibe. It could disrupt your vibe. Um, it's one of those like unexpected but expected interruptions. Like acting, I don't, just acting. Um, that that it seems like it a person or thing. It's a 3D thing. It's not like a thought or whatever. It's like a 3D thing that comes into your reality unexpectedly, but in this case, expecting expectantly, um, periodically comes in and disrupts the energies around you. And there's multiple things going on here. So it keeps happening, number one, because it has to. Um, because there's things about this, Thing, whatever it is this person or this situation that you're not like done with yet so it keeps popping up right and it's become sort of like a practice run I guess for you in a way like you've you've gotten really good at um, filtering this and um, having your boundaries so strong and your emotional body like so balanced that what in the past from this thing used to like get you all like frazzled now you're just kind of like oh it's coming again Uh, okay and so the guides are giving you the gift of foresight just to kind of help you mentally prepare um, for it's coming whatever it is Um, mentally prepare a little bit because it does cause a disruption Um, it's it's by its very nature, it is a disruptive energy. So again, like I said, situation or person, it's just a disruptive energy by its nature. That's just the way it is right now. It's, it can't change itself. And so it can kind of throw you into a little bit of a tailspin and especially if it were just to show up unexpectedly. like. But I get this sense that um, just that you feel that it's coming. And if you have been feeling like, I feel like this, person or this thing or this situation is is coming round again, um, then this is just confirmation that, yes, you're on track, you are right, and this is what's going to happen. You know, and then so you can just kind of prepare yourself so that you can, I think, mainly prepare yourself so that you can rest up a little bit. Because if you're not in top form, if you're like frazzled already, if you're stressed, if you're tired, if you've like, you've got assumptions, symptoms, and that can always make you feel like a little, you know, out of sorts. That you just rest up a little bit and know that within the next seven days, this disruption is going to come from whenever you listen to this. This is timeless. You can listen to it when it drops today or you can listen to it, you know, whenever. But it's seven days from whenever you listen to this is when this situation of this person thing is going to arrive and kind of set you into a little bit of a, a frazzle. And it's going to stick around for probably a couple of days, whatever it is two, three days, and you're just going to have to deal with it as best you can. And you become such a master at dealing with this thing or this person that every time it does rear its little head, you're like, you get better and better and better at not letting it frazzle you. Kind of like, you just become complacent to its energy and you know I think though there can be this you know it's not a match for you energy it's and there could be a little bit of there's always this little bit of like squiggle in your mind I guess for lack of a better term that happens when it comes about because you're like I know I've outgrown this situation or this person or this energy So why does it keep showing up? Am I out of alignment? Am I on the wrong path? There can be this little like, you know, devil on the shoulder that's like, maybe you, maybe you're not, um, maybe you're, maybe you're not all that. Maybe you're not so in alignment as you thought you were. And, um, the answer to that is kind of the rest of this chapter really is like, I always say it's like, when you get nervous, focus... What's well, not I say it. Many other people have said it, but the guides are always like, when you get nervous, focus on service. Um, focus on you. Focus on your bringers of the light, light work. Focus on your hobby, whatever it is that brings you joy and is your um, soul mission and soul purpose. Like, do more of that. So now that you've got this little seven day window each day you may be like oh day six oh day five oh it's coming it's coming um uh it it may just give you like a oh god kind of sometimes like is it better that i did know it was coming or not that i didn't know it was coming it's kind of like (laughs) i don't even know which one i just said but they're like it's both you know it's kind of like you it just helps you be a little bit prepared It's kind of like a little bit of a reward, I guess they're saying for, um, because in the past it would just like pop up and surprise you. And now you're getting this window of opportunity that gives you a little bit of a look, looky loo into the fact that it's, it's coming a little bit more in advance uh, because your guys are saying you've gotten so good at dealing with it. They they know you can do this. And so they're giving you more of a heads up because it's not really, it doesn't, it's not really supposed to surprise you anymore. So it's more of like a cur courtesy call like hey this is coming Um, so for all the hard work you've done you're getting these um, powers now that are giving you more advanced notice of um, what's going on in your world whereas before those were kind of their guides kind of closed those down a little bit um, because you had to go through those you know I don't know trials and tribulations and initiations and spiritual tests um, to make you stronger and make you who you are now, so um you know, just have fun with this energy. don't let it take you off track. Um, do your service work. Hmm. yeah, just have fun, have fun with it too. I think it's an energy that's malleable um based on you. So if you come into the situation or around the person and you're kind of a little bit like up in arms and like a little bit, you know, like, oh, I can't believe it's it's here again, Um, then I think that it kind of mirrors back to you in a little bit of a snarkiness. But if you come at it with um, just, you know, in your power and you've got your boundaries strong and. So you're able to like dismiss the parts that are out of alignment with that and just try to have fun with the parts of it that like somehow you align to this energy. You still align to it in a way that um it's some sort of, you know, soul contract that's not finished yet, or it's some sort of situation that's out of your control and you have to deal with it because it's some sort of maybe karmic situation that's not complete yet. And so in some way you still align to it, but your energy signature doesn't align to it anymore. And I think that's sometimes what can make it feel frustrating, but you've just gotta like (laughs) ride the whale. Ride the dolphin. You've just got to ride the dolphin. Ride the dragon. And just, um, you know, be the bigger bear, as I always like to say. Like, be the bigger bear and just deal with it. And it will be gone before you know it. And you'll be back on your little happy cloud again. Well, you're always on your your happy cloud. But, oh, that's my card deck. Let's draw a card from happy cloud here since we're talking about this. So I also create um, Oracle and Tarot decks and um happy cloud is one of the very first happy cloud is always on my altar space let's just see let's draw a little happy cloud and my spring pack loveland tarot oracle deck came out of the tarot drawer yesterday as i'm doing a um a reading for the loveland tarot channel for twin flames it's a first quarter energies update for the opportunity gates for first quarter the dates January, February, March that are most probable for you to come out of um, separation or into reunion with your twin and so I'm doing a big old pick a card and then I'm doing an extended more advanced teaching reading over on Patreon um, that you can just purchase the one video or you can join the Inner Sanctum and you'll just get that video teaching for free but... Um, Spring Fling came out during that reading. Spring Fling. Oh, my! I have a deck called Spring Fling, too. I need to pull out my spring decks. So I'm hoping and I'm sensing that it's going to be an early spring, which if you live up here, way up here by I do, by Canada, I'm in North Dakota, by Fargo. Um, we've had a very, very mild winter. I prayed really. <laughs> I worked a lot and sent many blessings. Just working really, Um, mm, what's the word? Like working more with awareness around the um, weather devas and nature devas and earth devas and my local weather spirits and I've just been asking like praying for mercy and compassion with the weather lately and we're having a really nice kind of mild winter we've barely had any snow thankfully now we do have this one little cold snap this week but I think it's everybody says it's just a one week in January thing so we had one week in January, it's like negative. It was negative. It's still negative. But it's not as bad. Let's see. It's a negative 10 right now. With a high of negative 6. But by the midweek, it's going to be back above 0. And then by the weekend, I think it was going to be close to 30. So I can, I can live with that. I'm a beach person. Not, not this. <laughs> beach and forest. All right, happy cloud. Come on. What do we want to tell people? Oh, happy. oh, we've got oh, we've got a lot of cards. All right, happy cloud wants to say, and then we'll end this little weekly thing. So this is for your week. So the first card is in live, enjoy each day in peace. I've got a beautiful rainbow coming off of a bunch of crystals on this herald table right now, shining right through the middle of the Princess of Wands out of the reading that I did this morning. Anyway, I don't know if that's it's very ascension-looking. I should take a picture of it. Um, right. I do take pictures of that, too, and put stuff like that, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff, in my Instagram stories, usually. Right. Release the need to be right. Yeah. See, this is all with this this situation or this person coming in. I think this this situation this person triggers you to kind of... Um, in the past, it triggers you to be like... Remember I said with the snarkiness? And you can go into a little bit of, like, control strategy I guess try to control the situation um because you feel like you feel kind of threatened by this it just gets you up in arms it gets your your (laughs) hackles up and so um you go into like a little bit of control thing and Then you start trying to control the situation, which tends to be like the, whatever that situation is, or that person says or does, you try to like want it your way because they're kind of upsetting your apple cart. And it's kind of like, it's just easier to not do anything at all to keep the peace. It's just easier to let this person or this situation kind of quote unquote, have their way to the, you know, extent possible, not like, like, you know, use common sense, but Um, It's sometimes just easier. Um, Yeah, you got you rock, take a bow. So that's a job well done. Stay, time to retreat. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Like prep prep yourself now that it's coming. Um, Rest up, just, you know, eat good food. Be like in your really super strong power so that when it does come you're well rested and that's not a reason for you to falter then because that can happen to me sometimes right if I'm doing 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 so tired tired it it slowly wears me down and then I'm like oh man it's either tired or hungry are the two that really will get me I can easily like fall prey to lower energy because you kind of let your your boundaries down a little bit. You don't want to, but if you're tired or you're hungry or you're ungrounded, um, it can easily happen. So you have to be very self-aware. And the last card is flow. You are receiving divine downloads. Just go with the flow. Just take what comes as it comes. I'm trying to do more of the Taoist approach right now. It's much more divine feminine in terms of my schedule and how I approach my work. Um, It just works best for me after so long in the corporate world, um, which was very divine masculine oriented in terms of like schedules and timelines. And, you know, if you were two minutes late to a meeting because you had to go to the bathroom, you know, somebody was like pinging you, asking you where you were. Uh, And I just like dealt with that for so long that now I'm like, you know, I just don't want to do business like that. I want to be relaxed and you know to some extent I do I have priorities and I have I have it's not like I have like nothing you know I have a goals list I have wishes and intentions I have priorities but I'm not so strict and stringent with myself about when things have to be done and my guides just push me like intentionally with intention when they feel like you know like oh bring us the light sunday's coming okay i need to do that but i'm not like every day at 10 a.m. every sunday at 10 a.m is bring us the light you know i just am like eat breakfast do some stuff i'm like oh i'll record the show it's much more laid back and i get think you get a better part of me like that too it's not terse <laughs> all right you guys i want to thank you all so much for joining me here we are going to close this out at 12 21 oh mirrored energies again You're doing really good. You're doing really good, little bringer of the light. Keep up the good work on yourself. And we will see you all again soon. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by Rockaway Point's newest veterinary clinic, Posh Pets. Clark Witherspoon and his familiar poodles are here to help you with all your healing needs. Be it a toenail trim or a hairball tummy trouble healing session, we have everything you need at Posh Pets.